So over there it talks about Vahafta, the Pasik says, Vahafta Lireacha Kamoicha, that you should love your fellow as thyself. Who are we talking about and what we're saying? Love Reacha. Reacha essentially on the simple level means every yid. Who is commanded? Every yid. Every yid is commanded to love every other yid. Without exceptions. Yes, there is sometimes we discuss there are people who are not religious, who are doing things bad. But in a general, on a simple level, the love that the Pasuk is talking about, Re'acha, means every Jew. That means that every Jew must love every other Jew. Even if the other Jew is not observant, even if the other Jew is on a very low level, and yet the Torah says we have to love every other Jew. Not just to love the other Jew, but to love him like yourself. Just like you love yourself, you should also love the other person. How is it possible for a person to love the other person like he loves himself? The Ramban says... It is unimaginable that the heart can accept the love of another person like loving of yourself. But there's another question, yeah? The other question is, how could we even command for a person to love someone else? You're telling me to love. We can command someone to do something. We can tell you, put on the tefillin. That's an act. But how is it possible for a person to love another? How could we tell a person to love? I don't love him. You know, you're going to tell me I should love potatoes. I don't love potatoes. And I, and I don't love the other person. What am I going to do? So what is it that the Torah is instructing us and telling us, you should love every Jew like yourself, and that's the extent that you should love. And really, essentially, the Rebbe says that in the literal level, this is what Rashi is explaining to us. Because Rashi brings down what Rabbi Akiva says. Omer Rabbi Akiva, ze klal gadol batorah. That this concept of loving thy fellow like yourself, another Jew like yourself, is a big rule of the Torah. What is he telling us over here? What does Rashi want to tell us? Rashi wants to tell us that this is a general rule. This is a rule. A general rule. But this is not just by itself. But just like every general rule has details, there's many details. The mitzvahs that lead up to this mitzvah of love thy fellow as yourself. So first it says, don't be like a peddler who carries Lashon Hara from one home to the other home. Then it says, don't hate your brother in your heart. Then it says, don't take revenge. Then it says, it goes through various different mitzvahs. Those are basically the details of the mitzvah of a haftal 
Which means, when we're saying love thy fellow like yourself, we're not talking about an, an emotional kind of a love, just talking about something spiritual, you know, in your heart. We're talking about very practical. Love him like you love yourself. You don't want anybody going and saying bad about you. You don't want anybody hurting you. Don't hurt him also. We're not talking about some spiritual that you have to learn how to love him. In the simple meaning, of course there is a deeper meaning. On the simple meaning, we are talking about the general rule of loving the person because this needs to express itself in the very specific details of what the Pasuk talks about. Now, one can ask the question, why do we need all the Torah? Why do we need all the mitzvahs? It should just say, one mitzvah, love thy fellow as yourself. So it's self-understood. If you're going to love him like you love yourself, not, you're not going to hurt the other person because you don't want to hurt yourself. Most of the laws which are between interpersonal relationships are in essence results of the mitzvah of because if you love the other person, not only will you not hurt him, but you're going to always look for ways to do good to them. You're going to find opportunities because you're loving him like you love yourself. Why do we need the whole Torah? And that's why Rashi explains, well, this is actually the rule. Just like when we have a rule, we have specifics from, we have a general rule, and then we have specific. It's not a standalone mitzvah, love thy fellow as yourself. It is part, and this is the general, there is details to this mitzvah. The details are enumerated. Now, most of the time, when you have a general rule, and then you have details, they come together. In this case, all the mitzvahs of the Torah are scattered throughout the Torah. That's why Rashi says, Zeklal Gadol Torah. This is not just a rule. It's a rule that encompasses the entire Torah. All the mitzvahs of the Torah are part of this rule. Those are details of these rules. And when we talk about fulfilling this mitzvah, we talk about very practical things. Now, some mitzvahs, the Torah says, you have to fear God. And Rashi explains it means, if it's mitzvahs that nobody knows, but it's in your heart, so over there the Torah says, fear God. So in some of these mitzvahs, it already says, fear God. So that means... Any mitzvah that you need, that you do, that requires the fear of Hashem, is also part, because these are all parts of this one rule of loving that fellow yourself. But yet, this is a major challenge. Okay, what we're saying over here is that you need to love every other person. Okay, it's not an emotional love. It's not something in your heart. It is practical, you know. Take care of your fellow like yourself. How is it possible 
to take care of the other person just like yourself. That's a and that's why Rashi quotes here the name of Rabbi Akiva. Because if we look about Rabbi Akiva, we see something very interesting. A statement of Rabbi Akiva. Rabbi Akiva says, first of all, we're going to see three statements of Rabbi Akiva which clarify a little bit how is this possible. The first statement Rabbi Akiva talks about is what happens if two people are going in the desert. There's only one jug of water. One jug of water. If they're both going to drink from the water, they're going to shear, they're both going to die. So, what do you do? Do you give it to your friend and then you die? Or you take it for yourself so he dies? Rabbi Akiva says, Chayecha Koidmin. Your life comes first. Your life, your life comes first. Well, you're going to say, but it says in the Pasuk, love your fellow like yourself. How come Rabbi Akiva is saying, you come first? Rabbi Akiva translates the words, like yourself. It's like the Chof Hadimyoin, which means, he says, yes, if it's not a situation of life and death, then absolutely, you have to try to love him as yourself. But when it comes to a matter in which there's only one jug, then it's come like, like we find in other places in the Chumash, we find it doesn't mean 100%. It means mostly, but when it comes to a situation, like in this case where there's only one jug of water, over there it doesn't apply. So what we did was now we lowered the standard and we said, we asked, how could you love another person? How could you take care of him? Well, we're saying, well, you don't have to take care of him like yourself, but almost like yourself. But that's still... It's kind of difficult, no? You would say, even just like yourself is kind of difficult. How do you love somebody like yourself in a situation where it's not life or death and still worry about the other person? So there is a, another statement of Rabbi Akiva. Rabbi Akiva said that the Jewish people are dear to Hashem. And Hashem says, You are my children. Basically, we are all the children of Hashem. And since we are children of Hashem, we're Hashem's children, that makes us brothers. In essence, we're brothers. All of us are brothers. And when we say to a person, you have to love the other person like yourself, it's not a stranger. It's not loving the other person. That's what Rabbi Akiva, Rashi brings down Rabbi Akiva. Rabbi Akiva says, loving another person is not like loving a stranger. Loving another person is loving your own brother. And when you start to think about it and you say, yes, this other fellow, he is my brother, then you will be able to arouse in yourself that special level of love. And that's what Rashi brings down over here, that this is all part of klal, godl, part of the mitzvah,
And yet, you know, people could ask, why did the Torah wait up till here in the Parshish Kedoshim to tell you about the mitzvah? If it's such a fundamental, such an important mitzvah, so why did the Torah wait till the Parshish Kedoshim? It's more than halfway through the Torah. Why didn't the Torah say this somewhere earlier? And again, this is answered by knowing that this statement was given by Rabbi Akiva. Because according to Rabbi Akiva, all the Torah that we read in the Parshas Kedoshim and all the other Parshas were already told to Moshe Rabbeinu from Sinai. Moshe Rabbeinu, the Klolus, Suprotus, everything was said. This is not the first time this is being said. Hashem told it to Moshe Rabbeinu. But for some reason, Moshe Rabbeinu told it to the Yidna at this point. But it doesn't mean that this is the first time that it is said. Very interesting, very profound how the Rebbe explains. A, what we learn from this. That loving thy fellow Jew doesn't mean just in your heart. It means literally. <laughs> Love him, do good for him, you know. Practice something good. Don't do something bad to him. That means love. Forget about, you know, loving him emotionally. If you don't love him, don't love him. But make sure in your heart if you don't feel it. If you don't feel your heart, it doesn't matter. But at least make sure, treat him the way you want to be treated. That's, that's the bottom line. And number two, that when you think about like Rabbi Akiva, that we're all brothers. We are all Hashem's children. And we are all part of the same, the same people. Then it'll be easier for you, for a person. It'll be easier for them to sort of accept the other person. But there's interesting. There are two general statements. Of several generations before Rabbi Akiva who said, which is brought down to the Teres Kohanim, he said this rule, there was a great sage, and his name was Hillel. Hillel the prince, Hillel Anasi. And we have the whole story in the Gemara and Shabbos. The Gemara relates that the uh, heathen, a non-Jew, came to Hillel and he said, I want you to teach me the Torah while I stand on one foot. And you know the story, Shammai Kiktamoy, he comes to Hillel, what did Hillel do? Uh, the Shammai kicked him out. What did Hillel do? Hillel told him like this. He says, Dalach Sani. It's interesting. We learned yesterday in the, in the Rambam uh, what is considered to be a person who is, who is strong. You know, what's considered a... There were different laws uh, for Tuma, for Akeri, different laws there. He said, what's considered a strong person? If you can stay on one foot and tie your shoe. <laughs> then you're strong. <laughs> Staying on one foot and being able to tie your shoe is considered, that's the, that's the standard of being strong. And anyway, he said, teach me the whole Torah while I stand on one foot. So what did Hillel tell him? He tells him, Madan loch sani, what is hateful to you, don't do to your friend. Basically, treat your friend like yourself. But then he tells him, this is the entire Torah. He tells him the entire Torah. 
And he says, but the rest is commentary. Go study. <laughs> so what's the difference between what Rabbi Akiva says and what Hillel says? There's a big difference here, if you noticed. Hillel didn't say there's one rule. I mean, Rabbi Akiva didn't say there's one rule in the Torah. Rabbi Akiva said, Zeklal Godol, this is a big principle of the Torah. It doesn't say Zeklal HaTorah, this is the principle of the Torah. In the Torah, this is a main principle. Because, yeah, very simply speaking, on a very simple level, the love thy fellow is only a principle or a main rule for the laws that are interpersonal, that have to do with one person with the other person. So over there, there is this idea of a klal gadol batayrav. But what is about the other mitzvahs that are between man and God? What has it got to do with loving thy fellow? There's really nothing to do with that. So therefore, Rashi brings down, he brings down the quote from Rabbi Kiva. What does Hillel use in his words? Hillel says, this is the whole Torah. What is hateful to you, he doesn't say this is one principle of the Torah. This is part of the Torah. He says, this is the entire Torah. The whole Torah is, love thy fellow as themselves. So, if the entire Torah, and the Rebbe goes through also in the, in the Gemara, and the Rashi over there, how Rashi explains, but just to keep it short, if this is the entire Torah, why does Rabbi Akiva say this is only part of the Torah? What's going on over here? So the Rebbe explains, he says, well, we learn in the Mishnah, Hillel says, love peace, love the people, or love the creations, and bring them close to Torah. What does love, peace, and loving the people got to do with bring them close to the Torah? It's two separate things. You love people, you should do everything what is good for them. Uh, if they need financial help, if they need physical help, they need anything they need. That's why you have to help them. Why do we say love the people and bring them to Torah. Why do, why, why, what is the connection? Why bring them to Torah? So the Rebbe explained many years ago, the Rebbe explained a long time ago, the Rebbe explains what he's trying to tell you. Because don't think because you love the people, therefore you're going to compromise on Torah. Because sometimes people say, oh, I love these people, I want to introduce things to them, but because I love them, I'm going to make compromises. So he says... You bring them to the Torah. Don't bring the Torah down to them. Don't lower the Torah to their standard, but pick them up to the Torah. Because, don't mistake, that because of your love of the people, you're going to sort of compromise in the Torah. But that's, it seems that the Mekorvan La Torah is a direct outcome from this loving the people. It's more, and, and in the Tanya, it's very clearly that the love of the people extends, when we say love the people, is to pull them with ropes of love. Pull them with ropes of love, perhaps you'll able to pull them in and bring them to close. So you see, there's something inherent over here. Rabbi says there's something, this seems like a paradox. 
on one, in one, in one place, it seems like, in the Medrash, it says that the Jewish people are basically on the top of everything else. It says, the Machshavtam Shal Yisrael, the thought about the Jewish people, came up first before anything else, even before the Torah. But then we know that the Jewish people connect to Hashem through the Torah. We say that the Torah connects. So are the Jewish people even higher than the Torah in priority? Up there in level? Or are they lower than the Torah? They need the Torah to connect to Hashem. And the explanation is, it depends from the perspective of the essence of the soul. When you talk about the essence of the Jewish soul, we're, we're all brothers and we're all children of Hashem. It is a place we're connected to Hashem. And even if we're not learned, and even if we're not observant, we cannot be, if we're Jewish, if we're born Jewish, we're Jewish no matter what. And that's why, even if we don't learn Torah, and even if we don't observe mitzvahs, we're still Jewish. That's the place where the root of the Jews is in a very high place, higher than Torah. However, Hashem wants that a Jewish person in this world, that's the source, that's the root, that's up there, but that doesn't manifest itself in this world. In this world, the way we connect over here to Hashem is not by what your soul is connected, but we're connected to Hashem through the Torah. That's how we connect. We have to do the Torah, and we have to do the mitzvahs. The true connection that a yid has to Hashem is expressed when the every Jew observes the Torah. That means when you don't leave that connection up there somewhere in the sky, but you take that connection which is up there and you bring it down into this world and you connect that soul through the Torah, that proves that connection of above that is beyond. And that's why we say, No Jew will get lost. Whether now or in another reincarnation, every Jew will return. Why? Because that connection of Hashem, that to Hashem, that manifests itself through Torah mitzvahs, expresses their connection to Hashem, which is in their essence. And therefore, eventually, all of us must reconnect to Hashem back through the observance of the Torah mitzvahs. And this is the two view. Beis Hillel talks about the way the Yid is in the essence, above, and the highest level. He said this is the whole Torah. Why? Because he talks about the level where the Yid is beyond Torah. But yet, he says, Mekarvan la Torah. You have to express it. Bring them. That level is, yes, all the, you have to bring him to be Makar to the Torah. And that's what Rabbi Akiva says. The, the, the mitzvah of Ahavas Yisrael becomes a mitzvah of the Torah. Now it has limitations. Because the mitzvah of Ahavas Yisrael limitations, if the mitzvah of Ahavas Yisrael was just because we're connected and therefore we're brothers, 
but it's not a mitzvah of the Torah, then it doesn't have any limits. Then, for the mitzvah of Avas Yisrael, you should compromise. Just like for Pikuach Nefesh, you give up the Torah. For the love of your fellow Jew, give up the Torah. No. That's why we say, Umakarvan la Torah. It becomes a halacha in Torah. The Torah has measurements. The Torah has limits. And the Torah has the specific definition. You have to bring them close to Torah and not the Torah to them. So it turns out that both Rabbi Akiva and Hillel, they complement each other that together with the aspect that we're all connected in a way which is higher than Torah, it must come down to the level of Mekarvan Batoira, it must come down to the level of Klal Godel Batoira. And then you actually accomplish the Vahavta, the Recha Kamoicha in the fullest of sense.